G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Over the past few years, we've been attentive to keeping listeners up to date with a powerful initiative that's become a catalyst for influencing the transformation of communities all around Australia. It's an initiative called Movement Day. And what started with a gathering in Toowoomba in Queensland, then was launched in Sydney and then in Melbourne and in Perth and has grown now to embrace New Zealand and even Papua New Guinea. Ian Shelton has been the spearhead leading Movement Day in Australia. He's back for an update as one draw... As one year draws to a close and a new year, we'll see even more developments. Uh, Ian Shelton, a special welcome along to 2020. Yeah, thanks, Neil. Great to be here. Ian, you're a busy man these days. Movement Day has been uh, growing substantially through 2019. And uh, give us a little, though, in a nutshell, for listeners who are not so familiar with Movement Day, uh, what it all means when leaders gather together. Yes. Um, well, Movement Day actually began in New York City in 2010 when um, hundreds of pastors got together to share about uh, the gospel, how to work together to impact New York City with good news. And so from there, it's grown to a global movement to hundreds of cities all over the world. Uh, three years ago, uh, 2016, uh, I'd been connected in New York since 2013 and 2016. I started to talk to some brothers and sisters that uh, I've been connected with around Australia about doing something similar here. The simple idea of Movement Day is, a, is, a, is an event, one, two or three day event, where we invite uh, leaders, not just pastors, but Christian leaders from every sphere of, and walk of life to uh, hear each other, to listen to their heart and passion for the gospel, and then to um, strategize uh, and accelerate the work of the gospel into communities. In other words, uh, the unity of the church, unity of leaders and people to work together for the transformation of the city. So that's kind of the the, uh, the philosophy behind it. Uh, over the last 12 months, we've had a national, another national movement day in Sydney hosted by the Salvation Army at their headquarters. And uh, we had stories from all over Australia and, in fact, all around the world. Uh, that was an inspirational and encouraging. Uh, also, the first city movement day was held in Perth. Uh, at the beginning of the year also, when Perth leaders got together just for one day on a Saturday and discussed what could they do to further impact Perth. And that was great. There's been a movement day in our little city, Toowoomba. Uh, we've been working on unity for many years, uh, but this uh, brought it to another level, to another place, and we involved a lot of new people, younger leaders, people from every sector and walk of life, and just to tell their stories and to... Uh, at the end of the day, to get around tables and to work together, how can we uh, accelerate and strategize to a greater uh, degree than we have been before? 
a special word you're using here, Ian, and uh, I know listeners will have picked up on it, this word accelerate, because some people will say, you know, there are some good things that our churches are doing in our town or in our city. But when you talk accelerate, you're talking about what happens when people get together and in a level of humility begin to work together for the common good of the city. Uh, exactly. I mean, you're right. Lots of individuals, um, NGOs, parachurch groups, we used to call them, uh, and churches, individual churches, already do lots of wonderful things. But a movement day allows uh, a wider body, a wider group to uh, hear each other and sometimes find out for the first time what others are doing in the city and then to look, look at how they can cooperate together to, as you've said, accelerate the work of the gospel into the city. And that's what we're discovering. And of course, in all of those cities around Australia, and I mentioned Papua New Guinea and, of course, New Zealand, but uh, one I didn't mention also was Fiji. And is this because you've got leaders who've come from places like South Pacific Islands in Fiji and then they've taken back to their land uh, the idea of uh, Movement Day there? Uh, exactly. Uh, we've been uh, connecting with South Pacific leaders for a long time, actually, up to 40 years in some cases. And so it's a long-standing relationship, and there's been a lot of discussion in this area before. But Movement Day really has helped us focus. It's a simple idea. And so the one in Port Moresby a few weeks ago was a remarkable event. Uh, must have been two or 3,000 turned out, not just pastors, but business people, uh, the, the past, immediate past ambassador, PNG ambassador to Washington, to the US, was there, uh, the head of the army in Port Moresby, the head of the police, and they discussed very frankly the problems of Port Moresby, one of the most dangerous cities for women in the world. They discussed it, they repented, they were humble about it, and then they looked at what can they do together as churches, because there are many big churches in Port Moresby, but they hadn't been working together on these common transformational issues. And so it was a wonderful, wonderful, actually a whole weekend of uh, events and coming together. Ian, what I pick up here is the idea of identifying the problems, not being afraid to tell it like it is, and then having that level of humility to say, well, this really is a problem in our town or our city and then being able to work together for solutions. So uh, when you talk about a system or how this whole thing works, what the mechanism is that makes it so successful, is that really what we're talking about here, identifying the problem and then identifying the solution? Yes, as simple as that. I mean, there's all those big churches in Port Moresby, yet the city was getting worse and worse. And the fact that they came together humbly, recognising that nobody could do it by themselves. They needed one another, and these were the problems. And as Colonel Dero, the head of the army in Port Moresby, said more than once, why do we continue to reinforce failure? What we've done in the past might have been okay in some areas, but it's not succeeding now or into the future. And the other thing he said, he said, I've led troops into battle You shoot at the enemy, but the church often shoots at each other as well. We have to stop that. And so there was a real uh, repentance, real humility, as you said, and as I've uh, continued in um, getting the feeds and the connections from Port Moresby, they're really working hard now at developing strategies to make Port Moresby a better place. 
Ian, what about the local authorities, the non-church local authorities in towns and cities, and uh, whether it's happening in Port Moresby or the South Pacific Islands or uh, these cities and towns around Australia, uh, there's clearly a connection that local authorities want to have with the churches and they want the churches to be united. Uh, is it the church's fault that sometimes we're out of step with one another, we're not united and uh, not working as well with the local authorities as we ought to be? Oh, that's totally the case. Uh, in most situations, churches are just working out of their own paradigms and it, it might be wonderful and successful and they might even be a large a large church, but you're right, local authorities, and I, I know even our own mayor has uh, commented to me that it's wonderful how churches work together. Now, he was giving me a compliment, but I took it as a bit of a backhander in some ways because I thought to myself, it's taken all these years for us to work together in such a way that the, um, the local mayor appreciates it. And yes, uh, we do ma- many things together. Our mayor opened our movement day I mean, he just led the prayer for rain here in uh, our park yesterday morning in Toowoomba. And uh, wherever I go around Australia, uh, around the world, in in Port Moresby, the new Prime Minister, who's a committed Christian, uh, put his uh, weight behind what's happening. And a few weeks ago, came out at a church event and uh, called the church uh, to, um, to function together, to work together, to take back the nation and to take back Port Moresby. So yes, the local authorities and um, and uh, others, business people, greatly appreciate when the churches work together for the good of the community. Everybody benefits. Somehow a prevailing perception that somehow or other the churches are not wired to work together, but that's not really the case from what I hear you say because churches that are having leaders who do have a level of humility, uh, do want to actually work together. Uh, it's not maybe as hard as what some people perceive. Uh, well, that's that's the vexed question. Uh, look, it's the unity is not near as much as it needs to be. I mean, the Bible is quite clear that we're to love one another. And in every church and city that the Apostle Paul wrote his letters to in the New Testament, he was calling for unity and love and holiness in the church in that city. And I think if he wrote a letter to any of our cities, he would say something similar today. In fact, he might be a little sterner and stronger and say, you've had too much disunity. Appreciate one another. Uh, you know, the, the diversity is our strength, not our weakness. Harmonious diversity reflects the love and humility of Christ. And through such uh, an atmosphere, through such a seedbed, God can do great things in a city. Well, Ian Shelton, clearly you're doing something right to have such enormous growth of Movement Day this past year into those capital cities around Australia, South Pacific Islands, Papua New Guinea, New Zealand. As you look ahead to the next year, 2020, what sort of things are you anticipating? Uh, Well, that's a good question. In fact, I was having a Zoom meeting this morning to discuss that. Uh, We're going to have a a National Movement Day in Melbourne, hosted by at Stairway Church in Mitcham by Pastor Peter McHugh. Is a, uh, that's probably the first time we've been hosted by a large mega church, and that's wonderful in itself. Uh, the pastor there has a great passion for his city of Melbourne, so he'll host us. And we are looking to draw story, uh, stories from around Australia again and overseas. Uh, there's many cities now. Not every city calls it a Movement Day. They, they will work up to that. Some have something a little simpler. For instance, in Ryde, 
the city of Ryde in Sydney a couple of weeks ago. They just had a Sunday afternoon together for Ryde with about eight churches and uh, invited their people along and told the stories of Ryde and the needs of Ryde and got together in round tables to discuss how they could do something for their city. Uh, Newcastle's done something similar. They call it Better Together. Now, in both cases, they'd look to run something called a Movement Day, which is a bit more expansive in days ahead. But in the short term, many cities in Adelaide a few weeks ago, I was at some wonderful functions with a speaker from the US, Ed Silvoso, calling the people to the same thing. Uh, So everywhere now, in Brisbane, I was at some meetings, and Canberra, I know people are working together. But after saying that, Neil, um, it is very much baby steps. Uh, It's embryonic, and uh, everywhere we need to see far more humility, far more unity, far more strategic working together. But our prayer is that that will grow as we plan and work together into this, in the next few years. As you say, uh, these things which look substantial when you start naming cities and then you bring the context and say baby steps. Well, 2020, next year, let's hope for some giant steps as yeah. as ministers work together. That's the leaders. And as you say, it's not just the ministers of churches, but it's leaders in every element of society within Absolutely. local churches uh, getting together humbly working together to overcome the problems they've identified in their community. And you did mention there's going to be a movement day, a major thrust in Melbourne, May 7th and 8th next year. I want to point people to the website movementday.com.au to connect with what's happening with Movement Day. movementday.com.au. Ian Shelton, he's been the spearhead behind Movement Day in Australia. Ian, honour to you. You're doing a great work and I look forward to a catch-up again early in the new year. Uh, Neil, I really appreciate your interest. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.